Okay, I think this is the beginning of our 2021 season. We're back. Welcome back to Potty Talk, the podcast podcast where we we should talk ourselves. ourselves. I'm Jack. And I'm Tor. And we're back to the good old Zoom podcast. Now, guys, if we could only explain the level of technical wizards we've had to become to make this happen, like where do we begin? I don't know. I hope that this level of commitment is appreciated by all listeners, whether that's YouTube and or Apple or whatever, because this is next level. This is a commitment to the craft of no, audio. You, listen, this is like the sweet irony. What's the song by like Alanis Morissette? Like ironic? Is that what it's called? This is the most sweet <laughs> irony ever. We just spent the last hour and a half. We had some glitches on tours and her mic wasn't working. The wire was broken. So I'm sitting here trying to remotely help. Obviously I can't help that much because I don't see what's going on. We finally figured out at the end, I go, oh, we need headphones to record. And then what do you know? We have this high tech setup. I'm here in my studio. The AirPods are dead. So I'm back to wired headphones, Classic. but you know what? I'm willing to take the L because at least I think this is working. I think this is working. Yeah, I guess we should start at the beginning because we've taken a hiatus. We've taken a nice, long, I think, well-deserved break. And now we are back full energy for the podcast for 2021. But I guess our last episode of 2020 was kind of discussing goals, where we were heading, the direction of the podcast, the direction of our lives. And we've had now, I guess, almost two months since that last episode. So what well, has gone on in your life, I know. Jacqueline? I, I feel like so much life has changed. So many things have happened. I think we have a lot to talk about. But what I think maybe listeners might not know is that we had episodes kind of scheduled going live up until around Christmas time or around New Year's. But we actually had pre-filmed those because we had new lockdown guidelines here in Toronto. So we actually finished filming like mid-November. So yeah. we were kind of like anticipating and trying to like get ahead of the curve um, in terms of conversation. So we've actually not sat down to film an episode in about a month and a half. We're in February now. That's insane. I don't think we've ever had that much time off, but I think as always, I kind of always do like a winter break. So much it was happening already because I had the merch line, which was launching the very beginning of December. Then I had my birthday and then it was Christmas holiday break, which is kind of like industry shutdown slash I put an OOO on my email. So <laughs> I had a crazy beginning, beginning of the month. But then towards the end, I fully just shut off and had like the best reset, truly did nothing. Didn't even see my brother and half my family because of lockdown restrictions, but I can't complain. I'm healthy. It was rejuvenating and I feel mentally good right now, which is good. (laughs) What about you? I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same. I mean, the holidays were fine. I was just with my, my immediate family, obviously different than years past, but it was nice to just kind of, you know, not be alone in my condo. So I kind of, uh, isolated and quarantined with them for most of December. Um, Yeah, it was really fun. We typically on Boxing Day almost always fly off to Mexico and or like somewhere warm. And obviously this year that was not the case. And so we had had a (laughs) like a lockdown beach day, which is just so funny. And we had like a green screen up in our basement of like beaches, like flashing across the screens. And then we can't go to the beach. We will bring the beach to us. It was great energy. We we played like flip cup. We all wore like our beach wear so that it like felt on brand. But yeah, my family was like just super hilarious and we were all just home for the holidays. So it was nice to just kind of yeah have some chill vibes but 
yeah, jumped right back in. I mean, January, I was committed to the craft of health and I did dry January and I was like working out a ton and just like finding the flow of 2021. And I feel like it's just been so nice. I'm feeling good. January was like one of those months where I swear it did not end. And I know I called you and I was like, yo, does this not feel like January 52nd? And you're like, bro, my January's flying by. It Mine did. felt so long and not necessarily in a good or bad way, but I swear I'm like, how is it still January? Like how are we so, so weird? I felt the opposite. I felt like every day of January, I was like, oh my God, it's escaping me. Like it's flying by. Like I I'm shocked we're in February. I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> like, I don't oh understand. I can't believe yeah. that we're finally approaching almost a year of official corona like I feel like in North America we all say like what March 12th was the day that the entire world shut down yeah so it's crazy to think that we're creeping up on that but also I feel I mean I don't know I feel like it kind of does go through waves and I obviously don't want this whole episode to just be talking about it because we're all living it it's like we don't want to be completely like inundated by it all the time but I definitely go through waves of being like oh my gosh this is never gonna end I can't believe I'm just like, I've been in my condo alone for like what feels like forever. A year, yeah. Um, but then also I go through waves of like feeling hope and I'm like, I think I see the light at the end of the tunnel and I think hopefully by 2022 we'll be back to normal and hopefully everyone will be healthy again. Yeah. So I don't know, it's going through waves for me, but overall I am feeling a lot more positive and hopeful about it. I do think like as time has gone on, like I've been, and I have had this conversation, I think with multiple people is that it's interesting how we're able to adapt as humans and how this is the norm now. And, you know, I just go through the flow of my day, but I don't second guess it. Like I don't, you know, it's just become normal that I just have to stay home and and live my life. But what I do find interesting is, and obviously I'm so excited for things to reopen and like get into it all again, but it's been kind of a constant within at least other podcasts or people that I've heard chat about it. Like, is there going to be this inherent anxiety when we do get back into life? Because now it's demanding so much energy from people that we don't always have. Like we don't have to have the social interactions at nearly the amount that we were before. And I don't know. I'm just curious. Like, am I going to feel anxious if I have like five meetings in a day where I have to be meeting with people Cause we haven't had to do that in like a year. Like we're, we've almost been like preserving our energy in a different way. No, I definitely hear what you're saying. I don't know. I do think it's interesting on the flip side. I feel like people are like also extra eager to get back to it, but I know what you mean. We might not recognize how much actual energy we exert just through regular in real yeah. life interactions. So but I think it will feel a lot different, but then on well, the it flip feels side, different, even from what even life was for me before, like I would have oh. never second guessed it. And like being on the road 200 days out of the year, talking to a million people a day, talking to cameras all day, like whatever it is. But I feel like this has really forced us all to slow down. And I just wonder now, like falling back into those old habits, how is that going to feel? Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. I'm really curious to see what parts of this stay. Like, are yeah. we going to have, well, even actually, I was talking about this the other day with someone. Auditions, perfect example. You had a Zoom audition last yeah. week. Is the first round of auditions always going to be on Zoom? Because why waste everyone's time to physically travel places? Why rent out the studio space? Why not just have the first round of auditions on Zoom? Is that something that will stick? I don't know. I'm curious. I well, think there- I mean, I think so. Like, I think we're, we're at a place now where in every industry companies have been able to like rejig, they get to figure out where they want to put budget and where they don't and where they can save time and where they, where they can't. And I feel like even time is money. 
Yeah. And even from a hiring perspective, like beyond auditions, beyond any of that, just being able to get a quick glance. I mean, our editor will be editing this, but we, we got to do all of that via zoom and how amazing, like you get to connect with so many people and figure out right away. Okay. This is a great fit. And I think the same is for actors. Like they're going to be like, okay, you're good, but let's not call in a hundred girls. Let's just wait till we have our five favorites and then we'll pull them in. Well, it's almost like a double-edged sword. Cause I agree. I think it's great. And I think in so many ways we can save time. You know, I am like the queen of efficiency slash I hate like commuting time, things like that. Like I hate wasted time in that sense. And that doesn't mean to say that I don't like time to relax, but it's like, I mentally, I'm either in my relaxing time or I'm like in my work slash going to a meeting or going to something mode. Why would I have to waste 30 minutes there and back? Like that's now become a huge luxury that we don't have to do that. And it's, yeah, things like hiring, shout out to Alma, who is our new video editor for the podcast. And we got to do that entire process over zoom. And we literally got to make a posting the next day, have all of our meetings with everyone back to back to back. And the beauty of it also, there's like less of like, Oh, I was stuck on the subway. The subway broke down. So now there's a 10 minute delay. And then there's a little thing here. And then all of these little things that kind of build up to your day and you have an hour again of wasted time that didn't need to be wasted. So I think, I think there's a lot more in this time of unwasted time. I feel I that agree. way at least like I and feel I, more efficient. Totally. And I think that's positive in terms of mental health that you have an extra say hour to dedicate to your unplugged time or your personal time or whatever, because as opposed you- to like, yeah, sitting on a subway or waiting for someone at a coffee shop. Cause they're 30 minutes late for a meeting, AKA my exactly. least favorite thing to do. <laughs> well, yeah. It's like someone that say was working nine to five and say one of those hours was more like the diddly daddling, like the time that gets wasted. The flip side that I do want to raise though, is that there is even, I feel like a greater expectation to be on call 24 seven. Cause everyone's like, what else are you doing? I know you're at home on your phone. So what do you think about True. that? Do you think it's going to cause more people to feel like they can't have that off time because there's no hard boundaries anymore. Cause we're all at home, whether I'm in my bed or working at my, like my computer desk, it doesn't feel that much different. So I'm curious if it's a personality thing, if it'll be a positive or negative impact or yeah, like a lifestyle thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess it is a personality thing because I, I can very much differentiate like when I'm working and when I'm not. But again, I've always kind of been that way. So part of me is like, is that just a personality thing? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, pers- I don't know. Are you the type of person to say not send an email past like six o'clock? Like, do you fully not look at the emails until the next morning or do you take a peek? Uh, I definitely take a peek. It's almost like, I guess, I guess from my perspective, it's always been that the divide, um, how do I explain it? Like the divide happens so naturally that I don't, I don't know. I don't second guess it. Like, yeah, if that would mean that I would have to be on like shooting something at 6am, that wouldn't feel like it's digging into my personal time, but then maybe that day at 8pm, I'll like be out on a walk as opposed to checking emails. Like, I don't know. I think it just naturally day by day because we are freelance and because that's the nature of our lives. It's just figuring out that balance. But I feel like no matter what the time and how the day plays out, there's always moments that are for me. And then there's always moments that are for work. And that's I kind of, I mean, I definitely agree in that sense. Like I think we're fortunate to have the type of jobs and now a lot of jobs are kind of turning into that where you have the flexibility in terms of timing. And I think that honestly, overall is a positive thing because people can then choose. I know I work best in the night hours. I'm going to have my free time in the morning and flip it now. versus they probably were first forced to do the opposite if they had more of a traditional kind of job in that sense. So that I find is interesting. I find, and this is going to segue us into something that I've been dying to talk about and share. I am more of a 
I'm more flexible with my timing and I'm happy to kind of work whenever or flip my free time to work time. But what I have realized is that I have a very hard boundary with physical space and having physical space divisions in terms of my workspace and where like my living space, things like that. And I feel like maybe we've talked about it a bit on the podcast. Actually, no, we might, we would have not even talked about it at all because I ended up going on this way after the fact. Yeah, totally. So basically I had kind of been humming and hawing over the past couple of months being like, I just feel like I'm exploding out of my house. My house now has boxes everywhere and not necessarily in terms of personal things, but I had work things piling up. My gear takes up so much room. I would wake up and knock over a light on my way to get my morning coffee. Uh And not that it's like, oh, poor me, end of the world. But I was noticing that it was hindering my workflow and I wasn't able to perform at the level that I needed to be because there was just no boundaries. So I was kind of exploring the idea of like maybe renting a space, kind of being able to expand a little bit. And then this is the funniest slash craziest thing. Um, In the condo that I live in, my neighbor's condo went up for rent. And I was like, no, this is insane. Like, but I'll take a look at it. So I took a tour. And when I say next door, I mean the literal condo next door. And it's a bit different in layout. So it actually is way better optimized for a studio space. So long story long, I have now, and I'm currently in the studio space next door, which it has been a week. I got the keys last week and tour. I cannot explain mentally how great the separation has been. And also just the ease. I can just come in here, sit, it's all set up. So I am so excited to see if this does increase my productivity and just like the mental separation. Yeah, it's true. Like I think, I think based on, especially the amount of content creators are expected to be creating. It's so wild to me that we're doing it in these confined areas. Like, I I don't think enough credit goes out to creators for like how creative we have to be, whether that's finding locations or yeah, keeping gear organized. Like we were even saying earlier, like no one gets enough credit for figuring out tech issues when it's like kind of a nightmare. (laughs) So I feel like it's so nice to, yeah, create that divide, have like a new space to just be creative. And it's so nice. It just feels professional. Yo, the most exciting addition was I got sandbags. And yeah, can I just tell you, like so many times I have these big umbrella lights and they just kind of have like regular like fluorescent light bulbs at the end. And so many times I would have the umbrellas not open. So it would just be like the light bulb sticking out. And I've knocked over the pole, AKA the light bulb goes shattering. I've done that at least three times. So I bought sandbags and bro, they are changing my life. Yeah, like that's like an so Adam Magic original. Like he's so funny. Is he a huge sandbag lover as well? I mean, it's definitely a thing. I, I whenever I'm in his gear um, locker, which is like massive, it's like he has his own rental studio, which makes no sense. But there's so many sandbags, and I'm like, Jesus! And he's like, actually, they're kind of expensive because you have to pay for the sand and pay for the bag. It's just hilarious. I feel like I've had so many like little projects like that. It was one of my holiday projects because I didn't realize this. When you order sandbags, at least what I did, they didn't come with sand in them. Yeah, yeah. I know. I didn't know that either. You get a bag and you get sand. (laughs) I just assumed, like I kind of assumed before I was looking into it that they would just send them with the sandbags. But then also each sandbag is like 25 pounds. That would be a heavy delivery. Totally. And on that, when I was ordering it, they're like, warning does not come with sand. So I was like, where do I even buy sand? Like, do I just rummage into the field behind my house or do I like (laughs) home? Where do I do this? So yeah, I, yeah, I went to Home Depot and bought like children's play sand. So one day I was sitting in my bathtub, just filling these up. And I was like, this is where life is. Like, I'm just filling up sandbags and I'm so happy about it. Yeah, it's very up, humbling. 
I loved it, honestly. And I've been doing, I feel like with this extra time at home, of course, we've all been taking up new hobbies, but especially in January, I feel like there were so many different hobbies that I was exploring. I was doing like resin paintings the other day. I was, interesting. I mean, baking again. It's so funny. I saw a tweet where it was like, being in your twenties is just doing everything you've always loved, but without any shame attached to it. Like you're <laughs> younger, you'll that, get yeah. made fun of for your hobbies or whatever. Yeah. And not that I ever, I don't feel like personally ever dictated that. Like if someone was like, oh, that's dumb. Like I was always the type of person who would embrace it slash promote right. it. I was the juggling club captain, which maybe should have been made fun of more if I'm honest, but um, I loved it. So anyways, that being said, there's just been so many little things that I've really just been taking the time to not rush through. Even mm. like gift wrapping. I was wrapping Megan's gift yeah. and I just had so much fun doing it. I took the time to make it better. And that's my goal. I'm going to be a better gift giver. I was talking to you about this in other day. 2021. That's my goal. Yeah. I want to be more interesting. Better. Yeah. I feel like I have definitely not gotten into more hobbies, but I definitely feel, feel more focused on my goals, but I don't that not in like a hobby way, like more in like a big picture way, like just kind of like the truth of who I will be in 10 years. I don't know. Like, it's very we weird. Share had, like, this? Have you had any revelations? Um, I don't know. I don't know that it's any one specific thing. It's, it's just a mental clarity of like, ah, I have arrived. Like, I don't know. I just kind of get it now. I get what all the work has I led up that. to. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'll I just that. like, it'll show itself within 2021. I think it's just coming from within. I think there is like something to be said for a level of like mental peace and like finding that, I mean, we all know it can be so hard. So yeah. when you kind of realize you're there and it's almost harder to notice because I find when I'm in a really healthy mental state and I feel like I'm doing good, you don't notice it because everything's just happening. You're living in the moment, you're present. It's true. I, it's You only realize it when you start to have the downfall. <laughs> totally, totally. And you're like, oh, so, I've lost it. <laughs> oh, I'm happy. That's good. I'm glad you've, you've come to the clarity. Yeah. I mean, not that 2020 wasn't, but I think it was a hard year for everyone. And it just, there were so many changes. And I feel like now finally in 2021, there's a level of consistency, even though it's not like happy consistency because it's, we're still in lockdown, but at least it's a consistent life. So it's like easier to create good habits and like easier to, yeah, I don't know. So that's, that's kind of that. Wait, I have something that you're going to be so proud of me for this. This was kind of along the lines of like 2020 goals. One, being a more conscious gift giver. I have a problem because my love language isn't gifts, but I know a lot of people's love language is. So I'm going to be putting more effort into that. So that's one of the goals. And like being more thoughtful with wrapping it. I want to be wrapping instead of putting things in a bag last minute. Hmm. So that's one of the goals. But this goal is where I think you will be proud of me. Okay. And it's to be less of an extremist with my spending. So, you know me, I am- Thank God, we've discussed this at length and it's crazy to me. Yeah, I am definitely someone who is, um, tries to save as much money as I can. I do want to be I was going to say, what's the nice word for cheap ass? (laughs) (laughs) I'm very cheap with myself. I like to think that I'm still fairly generous with people around me, but when it comes to myself, I don't want to be frivolous with my spending. And I try to be very conscious of that because it's something that's important to me. But on the reverse, I go to the level of like, say I need a new pair of jeans and I'm like, well, nope, I just, I don't, I don't need a new pair of jeans. It's fine. I'll just make these ones that don't fit or have a rip in them or whatever. I'll make it work. And it really, I mean, I'm, I, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make yeah. sense. And so my goal, basically the reason what inspired this is December was a super crazy month. I ended up having to do a bunch of gear upgrades and I ended up renting out this space. So 
I felt like I ended the year with just spending so much money. Cause I was like, well, now that I'm buying things, I might as well buy this too. And I kind of need a new camera and I kind of need a new light. And then all this stuff adds up. And then I just go crazy. And I have like one or two days where I just have been a shopping spree, got the new iPhone. I just like, was like, might as well just do it now. (laughs) Instead of being probably again, more healthily balanced and just throughout the year. And again, not being overly frivolous, but as I need something or something's broken or whatever, just just upgrade it it when you need it. Whereas I go, it's okay. I'm just going to make this work. So my goal is to, as the year goes on, if there's something, and even it can be maybe more frivolous desires. Oh, I just want to buy a new top. If I have the money to do so, and it's not putting me in financial stress, then it's not bad to buy things that you want. And that's when I'm trying to navigate the boundary of a bit better. But my goal is to that's be nice. a bit better. Are you proud of that? Because that's like, I am. Your MO. I think my MO is very much like, I'm heading to the grave. So like, and this money's going to be left to my children. I don't know. You are smart with your money though. Let me put that in there for people yeah, listening. You think, are smart let, with your money first. I should I should say that first. I I believe in financial literacy and I also believe in savings and I also believe in number one, spending within your means. I think it's really easy and especially in this day and age for people to compare themselves to like, especially like people online that every week have like a new Chanel bag or like are just spending in a way that is so unrelatable. And Lifestyle I think Lifestyle inflation. It's life inflation. It's really bad. And and it's such a bad look. And, and I've even had people DM me saying that even sometimes if I'm promoting a sweater, that's like, let's say a hundred dollars or one fifty or something. And they're like, oof, like, is there anything in a more affordable range that you could share? Cause I just mm-hmm. think, why are we all promoting that everything needs to be luxe and the most expensive thing? And like, I also don't believe in that. And I will be the first to say I am Walmart over Chanel any day of the week. Like that is definitely much my, my vibe, but this to- anyways, I was going to no, say go this ahead. totally goes into like the influencer world as well. Like it's so easy to be like, oh, here's a sweater. I'm, someone's like, hey, link the sweater you're wearing. I link this sweater that I got from Revolve. I don't yeah. overtly in that post maybe say, just so you know, this was gifted, even though I've, I know. obviously I disclose that in like say a haul or whatever. But if someone yeah. just DMs me, what are you wearing? I'll link them my sweater. And they go, oh my God, she spent $200 on a sweater. I know. But really that was something that was gifted for a video a month back. So even the perspective does get warped. And I'm the first to admit our careers contribute to that. So it is interesting. And, and I feel bad even like within our own circles. Cause like, I know there's times where we'll get gifted things and yeah, like some, like a friend of ours could be like, Oh my God, I love that. Like I want to buy it. But then for them, that's like a $200 investment or purchase. And like, I totally get it. Like Mm -hmm. it's not anyways, all this to say, yeah, do all the smart things first. Don't let the internet sway your spending in the way that like you're spending outside of your means. But don't feel um, bad about treating yourself. I guess that's but the I takeaway. Guess, I guess my takeaway is very much, and again, it maybe is a love language, but a way that I feel like I've always given back to myself has been enjoying the reward. Like what's the point of working so, so hard if you can't have a moment to appreciate your, your hard work? Like I think mm-hmm. it's setting those goals and then like sometimes I'll say to myself, like, okay, in the, at the end of March, if I've done X amount of dollars and X amount of campaigns, I will get myself that ring I've been wanting for six months. Like you already have the goal of like the treat. So I feel like that that's just like a helpful, a helpful thing. And also like a version of self-love, like thank you self for like putting in that work. Here's a beautiful diamond. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I mean, I love the sound of that and I am working on it. I think honestly, I had just trained my brain for so long and, and out of a good intention, like my intention. I also think, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, but it's just, it's just getting back, to a place where you can enjoy it. <laughs> well, it's going back to what we always talk about. My core issue is that I'm very extreme in things like I'm one yeah. end or the other and just finding a more neutral, like leveled out area is where I'm trying to be. But no, I've definitely just like trained my brain to be like, well, I know that's not going to make me happier if I get it. Sure, I want it, but will it actually change my life? No. And then I like reason with myself too much. Interesting. But the whole reason that I'm saying this is I wanted to share my impulse purchase, which I don't think you will be a fan of. But oh God, what is it? This is again, so unlike me, but I had just finished this past weekend, moving everything over into the space and cleaning it out. And this might sound so dumb, but my feet were in so much pain because I was kind of like it barefoot, like in the houses, like, but lifting heavy things and didn't have okay. arch support, I guess. Oh, did so, you get the Amazon foot massager? No, but do I need to? <laughs> I've, <laughs> maybe, I've heard a lot of people talk about it. Maybe I, I will know, add this legit. to the lift okay, or to the list. Um, let me pull this up. So I was, must've been at like 2 AM. We finally finished cleaning and moving everything over. And I was like, I'm going to go to bed. So I hopped in the shower and like, my feet were aching and I'm laying in bed. And I was like, let me just watch a YouTube video and drift off to sleep. So I was watching actually Claudia's video. She had like a oh, monthly yeah. favorites video and, I don't think I've ever been so directly influenced to this level for something so um, dumb, might I say. Okay. She's made this video and she's like, I have the comfiest like slippers. They're kind of hideous, but they're like so comfy. I can't explain it. And they're on sale right now. So I was like, hmm, let me go check these out. These are called Soothies. Okay. Also, this is not sponsored. I want to be completely clear. These are called Soothies. Soothies is the name. <laughs> okay. And let me go back onto the screen so I can show any of our visual um, watchers. Have they come What's, in yet? Not yet. They're en route. Oh, God. So soothies.com. Let me pull this up. So this was a purchase made at literally two in the morning. Jesus. Oh, I think I just got an email of an update come through. So it is honestly the most hideous thing. They are slip resistant, waterproof, and four centimeters of cushion. Apparently, they're very comfy. Okay. Can wait, the camera see? Oh my God. Wait, but they're not like fuzzy. No, they're not fuzzy at all. Pure foam, pure comfort, pure hideous, but also slightly almost Yeezy in a way. Well, I, so I, I like them. How much are they? Oh, $39. It wasn't like I spent a gajillion oh, dollars on them. You made it seem like they were, you're like, I'm in on investment pieces. It's like $30. <laughs> when did I say that? I didn't say these were an investment piece. No, but I just you said made it. You made it seem like you're like, I've been shopping. Oh my God. Wait, they're kind of amazing though. I think they're amazing. I showed, I was talking to some other friends the other night and they all made fun of me for my soothies. Oh no, I, I think those are amazing. And I could actually see those being like a quality, like cottage shoe or like a quality, like so pool shoe all summer long. I, I have so much vision. The original vision was to wear it in the office space, but I think yeah. this is going to become a fashion statement. I think honestly, I it looks kind of Yeezy. I'm team Soothies and I'll let you know when they come in. I hope they yeah. fit. It's called new technology. So extremely comfy is what their claim I mean, to fame is. That seems like something I could also get behind. Cause you know, it's also like dumb things where I, I go out and I'll like take my recycling down or my garbage. And like, you don't want to be wearing like a big UGG or like something you annoying and you just want to slide soothies. in. Do you think we wow. can contact Soothies and they can sponsor the pod? Sponsor, because I think this I think. is going to be a, our podcast new, our uniform. That would be amazing. Soothie. I would Anyways. I would literally show this. I would show it. I'd be like, <laughs> it's a Soothie. Oh my God. I think we can dirty. make it a thing. 
I'm really excited. I know it might sound dumb. It was a big thing for me because I go, I just want a soothie. I'm going to get a soothie. So that was my big crazy spend of January. Um, That's cute. I bought, I was story. telling you this last night that I bought the, um, so I was really into Scandal through January. I restarted it. I had already seen it, but like, you know, when you can restart a series from the beginning and you kind of get back into it all over sure, again. Sure. So I had done that with Scandal and Carrie Washington iconically uh, always drinks wine in Scandal. It's kind of her thing. And she has the like long stemmed, beautiful crate and barrel glasses. And like, to be fair, they never call it out, but I just like knew that they were crate and barrel. I don't know why. I don't know how I knew that. So then Are I was other influenced. good wine glasses, crate and barrel as well. Yeah. Maybe that's why I knew. Okay. But anyway, so I, I, I cleaned out so specific, but I cleaned out my, like my cutlery and my like actual kitchen goods and organize them all. So it's like now all the Tiffany champagne glass, like everything has its place now and it's way more cohesive. Cause you know, we get gifted like Tory mugs and I'm like, I don't want this in my house. Oh, you have like a bunch of random mismatch. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't want the mismatch. Like I wanted it to be uniform. So then when I was going through all that and kind of doing a binge, I was also in the middle of the, watching the show. So I was influenced to buy the crate and barrel glasses. I'm really happy. I like them a lot. Wait, can we have a visual on screen for all of our YouTube watchers? Oh, is I can literally grab, I could grab one. Okay, one We want to see it. I would show you my soothies if I had them, but yeah, it's funny though. Okay, when Tori's talking about all these mugs with their names on them as she goes to get her glasses, I will fill you with this story. I was kind of bringing over some utensils and kitchenware to the studio next door just because I was like, oh, if someone's coming over here and we're working, obviously in a post-COVID world. Whoa, that was way quicker. I was ready for a full story time. Tori's back. No, to give length, like it's literally longer than my face. Does it feel like extra like dainty and refined? Like what's the yeah. experience? The experience is that I'm Carrie Washington. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> the experience is, is that she feels like so um, like luxe in the show. And it really felt that way because they're so skinny. And then you just feel like skinny, you know, like I don't know. Do you get explain. nervous that it's going to fall over? Or no. no, didn't I teach you guys this guys on the podcast? So I went to some professional courses about learning how to drink wine, two fingers on the top, two below. This is so that in any party, in any scenario, someone cheers as you, you have literally the most control that you could ever have with a wine glass, two on top, two below. That is the way. And I was taught that. And wow. specifically for the wine, it might, yeah. So two, that's it. And you're just the strongest and you have so much. So no, I'm not worried about them because I have so much. Control. You know, the technique. Yeah. Wow. Between I love it so the much. wine glasses and the soothies, add these to your shopping list. I mean, tr true. I don't know when this became the shopping channel. I know. We're but just, <laughs> I have actually another confession. I lied when I said I only made one frivolous purchase. I made what two. What else did you buy? You, okay, you actually soothies. will be proud of this one. It was a Zara purchase, which I, I've never <gasps> you shopped. You never shopped. I shopped maybe oh, a I'm Zara so once, proud once of in my you. life. I, I go back and forth because I'm like, is it fast fashion? Is this, I don't I know. know. I was influenced I by TikTok and those high-waisted jeans with like the rips in the knees, the high-waisted oh, wide. Oh yeah. I've the always liked them, but the problem is like, I'm so short. Oh, speaking of high, oh my God, this is worth discussing. So to your point, yes, I know exactly the jeans you're talking about, but I'm but fine. Can I tell one. you something quickly? Yeah. Are they Those terrible? jeans. Well, they ha again, they haven't come in yet. I just ordered these the other day, but they are um, a raw hem. So that way you can cut them because they are known to be extra long. So I'm just going to cut them if they're too long because I also don't have very long legs. But you do realize I hate arts and crafts and that entails cutting jeans. Bro, it, you have a problem. You just cut just straight across. 
No, I cut pants. I cut pants in high school and you know what happened? The top was what? like this and the bottom was like this. It was not okay. Not well, a proper measurement. Well, then that's some some work you need to do on your own. I can't help that. Maybe, maybe okay. that's a maybe that's a mathematical issue, not a arts and crafts issue. More of a visual. It's like you just look and cut. Like that's no, but it wasn't even. Now that I'm thinking about it, how? But bro, how is it not even? Listen to this. Can I tell you a hack? Just fold the pants in half, and then they're the legs are together. So the question is, what did I possibly do to make mm-hmm. that happen? I must Anyways, not have been cutting your... them at the same time. I must have cut on one independent legs. Yeah, that's so stupid. Okay. You know what? We all make mistakes. So this story is fucking funny. So basically speaking of influence, being influenced by the influencers, because that's literally half my day every day is that people influence me. Like, this is why I know our jobs have some value. Yeah, because I literally do the same shit. Like I watch people's stories and I'm like, damn, I need that. I need a soothie. So Claudia, just, I hope she was getting commission for my soothie. Literally. So anyway, so speaking of, so this one was interesting because it wasn't an actual influencer. It was a legitimate ad, which that never happens. Like normally an ad would not influence me to swipe up to purchase, but this one did. So Aloe Yoga, this was like a month ago. They had launched- made that as a purchase? No, all that stuff was gifted. Happened after the fact though. Okay. So this is almost the most ironic part of the whole thing. So literally after the fact that I do this really hilarious purchase, then they connected with me and they were like, Hey, do you want to be gifted these uh, like selections? And I was like, Oh my God, I'm dying of laughter because I've already just supported your business in a real way. So anyways, so yeah, I had gotten like a whole bunch of new aloe stuff, but that was like gifted. And that was super, super nice. But a month prior they had put an ad out and it was this, I, I guess I'll call it like a butterfly pant. Like it was, it's like a skinny legging and then a like slit up the front. So oh, like an yeah. open slit. I've seen so like a legging, but then like an open slit. And then they were kind of promoting it. Like you could wear it with like a six shoe and like, you know, like an oversized sweater. Like again, very like aesthetic TikTok Gen Z vibes. And I don't know why in my head when I shop, I think I'm a Victoria's Secret model. Like it's an issue. Like it's again, the blind confidence of believing that like, I am an extra small or like I am like things that I'm just not (laughs) like things that I'm just simply not. You forget that you're basically (laughs) 4'11". So I basically forget that I am 5'1 and that I am so short and I have limitations in terms of what pants I can actually wear. So I order these pants and I try them on. Tell me that they literally like they must be this much too long. Like they're just swimming off your feet. Flippers. It literally looks like I purchased $150 worth of flippers because they, they were, were so long. They were $150 leggings. And I think US even, like they were not cheap, but Wait, I was so like, I, oh my God, I'm going to wear these all summer long. Like they're like amazing. Anyways, I, have I haven't. They're a tight legging. It's basically like you've kind of slid up the front. So yeah. they just flare out like flaps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is the thing, all this to say, I forgot that I'm not a Victoria's Secret model, that these do not fit me the way that they, and this was the thing, I was influenced because of the tall, beautiful models that were promoting it in the actual ad. And it was literally to the point that I swiped up. Like, anyways, so I have them now, they're in my closet. My vision, I will say this, you know that insane black boot that I, I'd like wear on a New York City night out, like the really tall the ones. Lady Gaga. Yeah, like Lady one. Gaga, crazy. Yes. So the pants fit when I'm in those shoes. Oh my God. So you're going to be wearing a legging with that boot? Yeah. So then I'm like, do I keep them? Because in that boot, 
they look amazing. Like they basically make me look so skinny and long. I have legged. a question. I have a question. Do you, are these a legging that you would wear for fitness or for like fashion? What's the, or both? Is it take you to the yoga studio to the club? Both. I understand. No, I, I do believe it is a workout pant, which is why I think I'm a bit, Bro, I swear to God, if you ever show up in a post-COVID world to a workout with me with those giant heels on, I am <laughs> immediately unfriending you. I just no, can't. I. Well, then part of me is like, should I just go and actually get them properly fitted? Because part of hemmed. me thinks, yeah, like part of me thinks if I wore the right shoe and then got them hemmed to that like acute runner, that it could be worth it. It's just, it's just sad. You know and then I also really, know myself. You know what? I might have an inside connect. Who? Do you know that my father is an incredible sewer? Wait, I'm not kidding. Danny doing he hems, things? He, he, Danny doing things. He does all of the things. He can hem, fix any buttons. He's incredible. He's a seamstress. Danny, I'm coming. Yeah. Wait, I'm so, going to come to his shop. Honestly, I can maybe do a drop off for you. So Whoa, we'll stay in touch okay. on that. Okay. But, I, yeah, can I, chalk, mean, I can chalk them. You know how they do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Pin they them. Say, Try yeah. them. Try them on and like pin them and it'll be perfect. But my question is, if you were to hem them, do you lose the slit though? Well, and that's the thing. The magic of the slit is that it's a long slit. So I'm like, it takes away the whole magic of the pant. Wow. Our problems are so wild. (laughs) This is incredible. I'm like, I bought a Suvi and it's not in yet. You're like, my pants are too long. Yeah. I mean, anyways, shout out to Aloe. Like, honestly, their stuff is so nice. So I'm just blessed. And and then part of me is also like, should I email them and be like, guys, I can't, can I send these back to you? Like they didn't work. (laughs) I have a very funny story. That's kind of similar. So I was posting on my Instagram about this whole studio as well. And I obviously for the, for work things, I don't mind investing in coming back to spending money. I was like, I know I need some new gear and some new tripods and things like that. So I spent a pretty penny on a bunch of new gear and good quality gear is quite expensive. And I was yeah. like, it's worth it. Let me do it. So I ordered a bunch of stuff and I am not kidding you. So I posted about it on my stories and then the exact same gear brand replies without, like, I hadn't mentioned that I had just oh, bought in the gear. No. It was en route and they go, Hey, we see you're moving into a studio. Let us know if we can like send along some things. We'd love to be included in site, like your video, which was super generous of them to offer. But I was like, guys, this is hilarious. I just spent like a thousand dollars on your could website. You, so could you just send it back and then, well, I mean, at that point I didn't like, it was, it felt too like weird to be like, Oh, well, just let me send it. Like, yeah, yeah. I was fair, just like, fair. I was obviously happy to spend the money anyways, but it was that yeah. same thing where it was like, yeah. I mean, obviously that's a huge like perk of the job, but I was like, I'm going to include you anyways for free. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> about it. Just keep but, me in um, mind. Yeah. That's like, again, irony. That is the theme of this episode. Sweet irony. Sweet irony. Me spending 150 on these aloe pants that do not work. And then a week later, them they being like, hi, free. make selects. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, just LOL. What are some brands, like, what are you, like, vibing on in 2021? Like, I feel like there's been, like, a shift. Let's vibe on these six sweaters that we were gifted from Brunette the Label. They say all you need is self-love. I I love love Brunette the Label. I mean, obviously, I love Shop Jacqueline Forbes a bit more, but I will say... I love Brunette the label and I think we actually I've got a discount code babes club Jacqueline for 15% off. Wait, so actually do, are these a you part don't have of one? It? No, I don't know if these that, are part of it. Oh, but yeah, but check that out babes club Jacqueline. Cause this collection is like brand. what I'm loving. I I'm saw obsessed. a really cute sweat set of the, it's the Valentine's day collection. It's like the gray matching sweatsuit. I thought that was super cute too. I just got too. it. I got it. Oh, you got that one in the mail. Blessings. It's the one that says, I love you. 
Yes. Yeah, it's so yes. nice. I want to shoot it today. Like I want to go like take some pictures in it because it's so oh, cute. It's deaf super cute. I've also been having like a deep rooted love affair with diamonds and I need to stop. Like I need like more Missouri diamonds. Like it's a problem. And I Do need you to not. See? No, no, no. This is very unlike me. I need, okay. I don't know how to- Are you also this. buying diamonds? <laughs> yes, but no. So I was in a FaceTime call with some of my hometown friends and we always joke that my one friend, Maggie, she's been dating her boyfriend for eight years. They've been like high school sweethearts. Yeah. And she's also a part of our friend group. Like we grew up with all of them. So it's cute that we have like two people in the same friend group that have been dating for so long. They're so in love. They're so adorable. Yeah. And we always joke that they're going to, like he's going to propose to her soon. Like they're going to get married. And- it's just like the running joke in the in the friend group. So I was like, Maggie, like, tell me what rings you like. So that way, if like Dab ever like texts us, like we know what to recommend, like we know what you yeah. like. So we were on a huge diamond like binge. binge. So yeah. I picked out, you're gonna love this ring. Obviously, um, very Haley Bieber inspired, but you need yeah, to go that's see the one I a love. Sh- a shout out to the clear cut on TikTok. They have amazing rings. Look at this ring. Is this not the Hailey Bieber ring? Oh my God. But how much is that? So that ring is $61,000. So very affordable, you know, just so approachable. Something you'd want to have, you know, dangling on your finger every day. It's insane. But I have to say, damn, these diamonds are all so gorgeous. And I'm, I don't ever care I, about rings. I don't even want to get I married. Know. But I'm like, that's I don't know the what ring. it is. Like, that's the one. I, I was on like Missouri last night and I was like, damn, there's just something about a diamond. I can't like explain it. They had put a new one out and it was like a thousand dollars. I was like, oh my God. Can you see this on the video? No, is it's still focusing? blurry, but it, it should come. Wait, is that a joke? That's a joke, right? million. That's a real diamond. Oh my God, but who would ever wear that? Well, and this is also my thing. I, I actually, okay, I'm saying this. I definitely do not know a lot about this. So I'm going to preface, don't take anything that I'm saying seriously, but I think there might be some truth to it. So I don't know. I hear that the diamond industry actually is very problematic. There's something to do with like blood diamonds. A lot of people actually are dying to get these types of diamonds. So I hear, even though a lot of people who like maybe are a bit snooty about it or upturn their nose about, um, oh my God, what's the the other type of Moissanite. Moissanite, the thing that Davina would not approve of on Selling Sunset. Yeah, but I get no shits. Like fake, it's not even fake. Like it's man-made it, diamonds it's a- for- yeah, exactly. Like, it's another beautiful stone. So everybody kind of like shits on it and like turns their nose up. But like, I just kind of hate that energy. I'm like, you do you. Like, also, it's way more affordable and apparently 10 million times more ethical. So I'm it like, is. why aren't we all just moving over to Moissanite? I think we are, though. I think I think are our we? generation is going to be much more willing to like just ex- like that. Accept yeah. that as truth, because also even the price difference standard. Like, like I had seen moist night ones that are absolutely beautiful that are like, you know, four or $5,000. That's like a totally a reasonable priced ring that could maybe be in someone's budget, but like Tiffany rings, for example, that's like $30,000, $25,000, $40,000. Like, is that someone's like monthly budget? Like for a ring? Like I'm so confused. I mean, Hey, if you got to do what you want with your money, but I also think on a personal level, I think I would be actually a little scared if I was like, yeah, I mean, also, you know, wearing- everything. Like <laughs> Adam has said to me so many times, he's like, I'm going to have to have like three rings for you. Like one to wear on vacation to lose in the ocean, one to lose. It's like when you're just like and the good one in the safe and a good one yeah yeah, that sits in a safe like it's just like you gotta know your audience well I think yeah and also just yeah that's a safety thing like I feel like I'm so like we're both so independent like imagine you're just walking on the street and you don't know who's out there if they see like a big old rock on your finger I'm like there's gotta be 
like rot, like horrible things must happen, right? I don't know. I'm scared of it, but also in the same vein, I saw those TikToks and I'm like, I think I'm ready to get married. So I know TikTok has just really informed my life lately. It's such an amazing app and I can't even begin my love affair with it. 200% informs a lot of my purchases or like things that I'm same. interested in. Same. No question. It's so good. And I think in terms of like, if we're going to talk industry, I think a lot of some companies who are maybe more like cutting edge and like, if you get it, you get it, they're on board. But I think a lot of traditional companies are not understanding the value of it right now. And I think it is the most pivotal thing in digital marketing. I agree. I think if people don't get on it soon, they're going to already be behind the curve. Like this is basically what Instagram was 10 years ago. It's like the, the beauty of what Instagram used to be. And what I don't know if a lot of people understand, especially companies who are trying to market to the younger Gen Z kind of audience, is that a lot of Gen Z, they all hate Instagram. They think I posting know. on there is embarrassing. Like they, that's yes. not where they want to be. Which so, I find that really funny because I think millennials, like we kind of grew up on it. It feels more, I guess that's how we feel about I Facebook. Get it. Uh, I kind of, I do think something about Instagram, like Obviously I know it is a part of my job and I'm always selfishly like love to post my stories and things like that. But I do understand the sentiment that they're saying in terms of user behavior. I don't go on Instagram and scroll in my feed that much. I post because like I post because I'm a narcissist or something, but on TikTok, I sit there and scroll for hours where I would never do that on Instagram. Like there is something to be, I get it. I mean, obviously clearly I don't get embarrassed by posting, but like, no, that's what I I mean. I think their mindset. I think, yeah, I think as millennials, it's how we felt about Facebook when Instagram came out, how we yeah. were like, oh my God, now our moms so are on awkward. there. Like, yeah. Facebook is so awkward. Why is someone commenting on my wall? I feel like that's the, how Gen Z feels about Instagram. <laughs> They're like, this just reminded me. And I don't know if I sent you this screenshot or if I sent you the TikTok, but either way you need to hear this. It was someone screenshotted it. It was like a tweet or something. And they're like, never forget the day when I got Facebook and I was trying to search up my crush's names like eight times, but I was actually posting it as my status. You just see like the name posted, posted, posted. And then he comments on it and goes, hello with a question mark. Like oh, no. how embarrassing. You don't know how it works. Like, and that was all of us. When I first got, when I first got Twitter, yeah. That was like what back in 2010, 2011. I didn't understand how Twitter worked. Like it I made mean, no I, sense to we me. We must have had it would it would have been Facebook first, then Twitter, then Instagram. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Interesting. I loved but I didn't Twitter. understand any of it. I posted like five tweets a day back in the day. I loved Twitter. And now I could not even imagine posting a tweet. Like it's weird how you just kind of outgrow it. But I guess that'll happen. Like that'll happen with all of the apps at some point. Oh. Like, we're just gonna I mean, totally continue yeah. to shift and Beyond well, I the think latest. it is kind of the beauty of like our world in the sense it's like competition is always there. And like, whether it's with social media apps, platforms like that, there's always going to be someone trying to innovate something better. And I think it's good in the sense that it pushes people to make bigger and better things. It's like TikTok. It's been the best distraction ever. I know. it's so And, good. and um, also what I like about it that doesn't exist on a lot of other apps is this like sense of education. Like I love that I can like learn how to make I a can- meal in under... 30 seconds. Like I saw this girl yesterday do vegan, what to do with a leftover banana, which I like have in my fridge. And she did like vegan oats with like a berry compote from like frozen berries. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so easy. And I could do that. Like, I just love the education portion. Well, 
that's the thing. I think a lot of people tend to roll their eyes and sure there are like the stupid, hilarious things, which I still enjoy on TikTok. Like I love yeah. that that makes a part of TikTok, but I think a lot of people also fail to acknowledge how educational it is. Like there's so many, even things like say Photoshop hacks or Adobe yeah. Illustrator tools that I'm trying to learn better and continually like grow on. Whereas they'll have a 60 second tutorial, which will teach me three new things. If I go to Google the exact same thing or YouTube a video of it, it'll yeah, be a 15 it's like minute forever. video. And I'm like, get to the point. Like, no, that's what like, I was saying. I was saying to a friend the other day, cause we were having a debate because they were, they're older than me. And their argument was that they prefer long form content. So whether that's a podcast, YouTube, a long blog post, like that's what they love. And I said, oh my God, I totally disagree. Like the magic of TikTok to me is that someone can so efficiently tell me a story in 30 minutes or 30 seconds to 60 seconds. Like, and that's what I love about it. Well, that's the thing. I am not one or the other. I completely obviously see value in both, but for things that could be in a 60 second TikTok, show it to me in there. Of course, there's moments yeah. where I want to watch an hour and a half long of frenemies and embarrassingly just like soak it in. But it yeah. depends on what like the mood is or what I'm trying to achieve. If I'm trying to relax and just unwind exactly. while I do my makeup, yeah, I'm going to want to watch an hour long podcast, but if I'm trying to learn a new skill, yeah, give me those quick 60 second hacks. Like that's so helpful. I agree. So I think it's great. And it gives me hope again, this is another, not only an ironic themed podcast, but also the hopeful filled podcast. I feel hopeful about the younger generation. I am so inspired by them and that I just, agree. it makes me happy. They inspire me. They keep me young, honestly. <sighs> <laughs> yeah I'm trying I'm trying to stay hip it's so weird to be at the age now where I know we're, we're my- starting to lose our cool like our cool, our cool factors going out the window but I don't think it actually is because I'm friends with a lot of people in their 30s late 30s even and I feel like I still find them really cool it's just you you just change and you just adapt I agree and it's weird I think youth and all of that is like a mental state like in my head I still feel the exact same way I did when I was youth 15. is wasted on the young as they say <laughs> totally it's so um, true it really yeah is. like it's that's it's, it it's very interesting shall we rose and thorn I think so I do though also want to give some inspiration and just really get everyone excited for this year of potty I'm very again hopeful and inspired by 2021 in. we are working on the back end I know a lot of you loved our episodes with guests and we also love having guests on as well. We had so many robot bumps and hurdles, obviously not being in the studio. We are working on some solutions and we already have our own personal list of people we want to reach out to. And hopefully everyone is game to join, Um, but also comment down below. If you have any specific guests you'd like us to contact, hopefully now with zoom, it'll be a lot easier and we'll have a good, a good thing going, but we want to have some episodes with guests, obviously not every episode, but just something to get excited about and Obviously, as our viewers, we do want to hear what you're interested in hearing and seeing. So always feel free to comment and give us some inspo. Inspo and love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inspo and self-love. <laughs> inspo and self-love. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I yeah. That. I have not done my roses and thorns in a hot minute. So Tor, we definitely should hop into it. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go? Go ahead. Okay. So a thorn of the day everything that just happened prior to shooting this. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to lie. The tech issues before, no, I'm going to be specific. The thorn of the day was those damn AirPods not being charged. We Uh, finally just spent an hour and a half. And then I'm like, are you kidding me? Why aren't these charged? So that was annoying, but again, dumb. Um, a rose is I'm very proud of us for learning some new skills. And I think this I, from what I'm seeing right now, I think this looks good. I think we figured it out. So that is definitely a rose. Fingers I always crossed. love learning new things. And I think we have nailed this. 
Um, another rose I have to say is the studio. It's been so incredible. And I think it's going to really positively impact both my work and just my personal like mental health. And that's going to be good. And then something I'm looking forward to a rosebud is I'm going to get outside today and go on a walk. I feel like we've been very fortunate with some sunny days, which we have been so lucky that it's been nice weather. The last week and a half has been like gorgeously sunny and it's shocking because we should be in snow right now. So I don't know if that's a global warming problem, but I'm going to embrace it for the time being. And yeah, I'm going to go out for a walk. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I love that. What about you, Tor? Uh, thorny thorn. I would say the thorn is that just, I hate tech issues. I mean, similar to what we discussed, but like, I find it really exhausting because I don't know what's going on. And then I just sit there and I'm like, and it's, it's the impatience in me that plays a role obviously in that, but I I genuinely hate it. So I'm super happy this actually came to life today and that we have an episode for you guys. Um, a rose is that, oh my God, did I do some good old designing work last week? So our friend Megan, who we talk about on the podcast all the time, Megan Taylor, she, uh, is getting older and I created a custom card and You've I won't discuss, I know, well, I can't discuss it yet. Cause it's not her birthday yet, but I'll give you the but lowdown it'll be out- basically. No, you've got to show them. This will be out next week. And then it's like two days before her. Like, I think you've got to show it. It's hilarious. It will add value. I can't show it because if she sees the video, it's going to give it all away, but I'll, I'll give you we'll the just- lowdown. Next oh, episode, we'll show it next episode. Basically all I'll say is this. He's got something to do with it. <laughs> oh, get out of here. This was my birthday gift to Tori like three years ago. See, this is why I'm trying to improve my gift giving because that's what I gave her. That's what I gave <laughs> my best friend as a gift. It's iconic. Daniel Radcliffe. Well, clearly, I love it. It's literally dogs. sitting on my desk. But anyways, I, like the low-key That has nothing to do with it. You are lying. Yeah, it does. I'm, not, I'm not giving it away, but I'll come back next week with full details. Um, but Tor, that's I, I will add well. in, Tor was the most crafty she has ever been. For someone yeah. who hates crafts and any I killed it I did arts a, and crafts I did, did a good job. I did a great edit so I'll share, share that next week on the pod that was a rose um another rose is oh I got all these meal kits yesterday so I'm like actually excited to kind of like have some nice like cooking situation tonight do a little vibe um oh, I'm excited that. for that and then a rose bud um Adam and I have some fun things coming up which you'll probably hear about in the coming weeks Again, I'm being the worst because I'm vague in all of my responses. Today, <laughs> so but ambiguous. We're adding mystery. Some fun things to come. So stay tuned. Uh, no hints to give there, I guess, but it's going to be good. That's it. Year of doing things. It's As Kylie Jenner once things. said, I just want to like do things and experience things because I just don't feel like I'm experiencing things. So I just want to experience things more. <laughs> I End loved quote. that. I loved that. <laughs> that was great. Okay. It's been so nice to be back on here. Truly, this is uh, something I was missing and craving in my life. It's nice to have not only a catch up with my BFF, but also be able to connect with all of you. So I hope you all are doing well. Let us know how your year is off to yeah. and what you've how been up you to. How are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. How are you? How are you? I, we are Please sending obviously a, a lot comment. of- Yeah, we're sending a lot of love this way. We know this has been a crazy, basically full year now. So hope yeah. everyone's doing well and staying safe and we love you all. Love you all. See you next week. We are back. Potty is back. Get ready to sit on the toilet and enjoy the time. (laughs) And flush away all those bad thoughts from the day.